Aloha shifters. Once again, this is Brendan and this is the beginning of the recording for another live Facebook Q&A, Metaphysics Spirituality Q&A. And uh, this is of course just another opportunity for us to be able to connect as community and for me to be able to catch up with you guys and for us to be able to hang out and for us to be able to explore some of the mysteries of the universe. So as I just sort of take a moment here and we're just going to give it a few minutes and let people join in, I'm just going to reshare this onto a few pages and of course there's a music in the background for you guys to listen to but as you guys show up please feel free to just jump in the comments and uh, start saying hello in there and we'll get rolling with this it's uh, it's already like a bit after 10 uh, sometimes when we do these we do these on Mondays and we start them a little bit earlier but just been keeping pretty busy and I'll tell you guys a little bit about uh, how things have been going with the Journey to Lucidity movie and I'll share some of that with you guys as well. So that'll be pretty, pretty sweet. So, awesome. So yeah, if you guys want to share this, please feel free to share your friends. And of course, as you get into this, just jump in the chat and say hello, say aloha, and uh, we'll just be able to like bring the questions in and uh, just sort of see where this will go and. As per usual, we can do like another tarot card reading. Um, you guys seem to enjoy that, so I'd like to be able to do that with you guys again. Alright, hello guys. Hello Chelsea, hello Skylar, hello Darla. Welcome to the hangout that we got going on here. If you guys have any any questions that you guys like want to get ready ahead of time, please feel free to do that. Yeah, I'm just kind of sharing this in a few places. Aloha to everybody. Hey, Ken. Ken's in here. Welcome, Ken. And of course, like it's it's cool to be able to do these as practice. Um, again, like what I'm really looking forward to is going to be in later in April. We're going to be resuming the team building hangouts, uh, which is something that we commonly do through the Paradigm Shift community. There was a good while where we were doing them regularly, consistently every week. And uh, that's something that I'm looking forward to resuming. The reason why we're just not doing it right now is just uh, right now my, my my main primary focus is on the Journey to Lucidity movie. So I'm sure you guys can understand how that works. Cool guys. Well, let's see what type of, what type of questions do you guys want to explore? <laughs> just waiting for somebody to put a comment and asking about flat Earth or something. <laughs> I actually want to, I want to do like an entire episode um, about Flat Earth, just kind of like get in like a couple people who are like experts and like see what we can get out of it, because I honestly, I don't know. You, you can ask me about it if you want to talk about it, so let's see. Cool guys. Alright, so how many people do we got in here? We got 20, 22-ish people in here. That's awesome. So thank you guys for joining here. And uh, let's see. Just got some people chit-chatting in the chat, which is awesome to see. And again, you know, if you guys like want to, just please feel free to use this space as a space for you guys to be able to connect with each other as well. That's totally what this is about. So if you guys like have any of your own profiles, your websites, your YouTubes, please feel free to post those into the chats as well. 
Cool. Um, there's a percentage of human DNA that is not shared with monkeys. Michael, that's really interesting. <laughs> Skylar's talking and he's just saying, LOL, Flat Earth, that would be interesting. Uh, do you believe in the ancient aliens theories? Lisa, that's a good question. We can definitely take that one. Um, Denise, just a thought. What do you think about this planetary Nibiru in spirituality? Nibiru, I haven't really heard too much about that recently. That is always an interesting one. Let me just take down a couple notes so we can just sort of see. So we got ancient aliens, aliens, Nibiru. Cool, so let's keep let's keep a couple more questions coming in, guys, and then we'll get right into the questions, and we'll just sort of see, like, how quickly we can kind of, like, go through them. And again, if you guys have your own answers to the questions, please feel free to share. And the way how we'll do this, we'll, we'll go through a couple questions. Um, I will show you guys a preview for Journey to Lucidity 3, which I'm currently working on, the next full-length conscious and shifting movie that uh, I've been working on for, like, quite a while. And, uh, of course, we'll also do a tarot card draw, and we can finish off with a short meditation, and we'll probably be wrapped up no later than 11.30. And uh, then I'll be able to get back to work, and we'll be able to just, like, chill out and enjoy and connect. And, of course, the live chat through the main Paradigm Shift Central website is always open to you guys at any time, and you can always find me in there as well. So let's see. What, uh, what questions... Are there any other questions we have? Um, Lisa, how can all things be light if, if with infinite light we have infinite shadows? I like that. I like where you're going with that question, Lisa. That's, yeah, because I mean, I guess, again, it just sort of, I think, I think in that sense, I'll just sort of say, like, you know, like, some people sort of, some people sort of try and categorize everything as just being like, oh, everything is light, everything is light. Um, but then some people will say, like, everything is love, everything is love. And I think, like, light and love are actually, they are one and the same, but the way how we use the words has to be sort of conscious as to, like, what it is that we're trying to explain, especially when we're sort of referring to, like, the, the dichotomy of black and white, black and white, or shadows and light sort of thing. So, I mean, like, like light and dark are both part of love, is basically the way how I would sort of explain it. So, instead of saying, like, like, light is light, and shadow is light, therefore everything is light, like, that can be a little confusing, instead it's just, like, light is love, shadow is love, and everything is love, because, like, sh love would be, like, the source element from which, like, the yin and the yang originated from, so, like, the yin-yang is neither just white or black, it's white-black, and white-black in itself is what we can best refer to as love. And actually, there's something I'll read to you guys within this that is very interesting. It's like one of like the lost letters of Albert Einstein, if you believe it or not. Um, he like wrote this letter like and told his like granddaughter to keep it secret. So if you guys are interested in that, we'll we'll get to that. Um, okay. So Chelsea, can we resolve karmic cycles in our dreams? Oh, that's a good question. Can we resolve karmic? dreams um what's in the air right now it's so shaky um joel if you want joey if you want to specify what you're referring to in that question it's like you're actually talking about like physical things in the air <laughs> aliens chemtrails <laughs> there's a lot of stuff in the air everything is the solar system manipulated ascension i like that um who is that person in the window uh darla are you are you talking about gandhi <laughs> that's Gandhi right there. He hangs out with me. Does anyone have an idea of what that DNA is? Michael's going back to the idea that human DNA and there's extra DNA from humans to monkeys. 
that monkeys don't have. So there's like extra human DNA and human DNA. There's extra DNA and human DNA. Um, yes, yeah, so that last equinox eclipse full moon was a high four to five days. Yeah, that last moon was pretty awesome. Uh, eleven eleven. If you guys enjoyed that last full moon that we had, like that was pretty pretty like up and down um, for some of us. I would say like kind of for me at least, I felt it. But that's like a very common thing for just like being able to tune into the moon. Like it's not all again. It's just kind of like embracing like whatever energies are kind of flowing your way. Definitely. Um, Lisa, thank you. You're glowing today. Thank you for holding this cyberspace with us. Oh no, thank you for showing up here, guys. Um, just want, just watched your vid on your Patreon. It was awesome. Thank you, says Tina. Thank you, Tina, for checking that out. Um, of course, yeah, the Patreon is definitely something that you guys can check out. And of course, uh, you know, one thing that we sort of do in sync with this uh, Q&A is actually like the open your heart shirts. So if you guys are interested in those. Those are available for the current orders until 11 p.m. EST tonight. Um, I'm just posting a link in that for there, and I'll just mention that now because we will mention it again before the timer uh, hits the uh, 11 p.m. But again, so like the open your heart shirts, you guys have seen these. So again, like we do Q and A's, and then we like sell T-shirts, and it raises funds for the community, and it gets you guys awesome shirts, and it gives us a chance to hang out, and it sort of schedules in nicely and raises funds. So again, like the open your heart shirts, say open your heart, and the idea is that like simply by wearing that, this shirt is like a beacon, and people will see your shirt from across the street, and then they'll be like, oh, like that guy's or that girl's into some consciousness shifting themes, like, I'm gonna go talk to them, like, nobody just accidentally wears a shirt with a flower of life on it, obviously, if they're wearing it, they're wearing it with an intention, with the intention to connect with other people, so, the Open Your Heart shirts are super awesome, and definitely, if you guys, right now, we are, for everyone listening, we are working towards reaching our goal for the shirts of 16, and we are currently at, as I refresh the page, we are currently at 8, so let's see if we can get in a few more sales before the end of the hour, and then that, again, like that's a collective achievement for the fundraising. So I'll mention that again later, but as we go through this, I'm just going to go back to some of the questions. Um, so Michael's just talking about the moon. Uh, 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 uh. Eric's talking about how he's going to get a shirt probably from last week. So thank you again to the people who got their shirts in the previous week. That's awesome. Um, mm, 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 mm. Cool, awesome, Deborah saying love that symbol. Yeah, again, like, the flower life symbol is, like, so potent, because there's everything in it, right? You can talk about, like, as well, so below, like, infinity, microcosm, macrocosm, Metatron's cube, like, the whole, it's all there. So let's see what sort of questions we want to go through with guys. Um, one of the first questions that we saw was the question of ancient aliens. Uh, so we're going we're gonna to tackle that one. <laughs> That's always a fun one for us to do. Um... So what do you guys think? I'll ask you guys in the questions. Uh, yes or no to the idea of ancient aliens being a thing. I know that's very vague, but yes or no. Yes to the idea that yes, there's been some sort of interaction with ancient aliens, or no to think that I don't even know what the hell the alternative would be. <laughs> we just like, figure this out all on our own. So I mean, okay. Um, as I just want to be able to double check the uh, comments coming through, make sure I'm not listening to anything. Um, mm -mm -mm. Gwen was just asking, please send the link for the shirts. Gwen, I did post the links for the shirts in the live chat. If somebody, I'll just post it again anyways. But, uh, ta -ta, open your heart. So again, teespring.com forward slash open your heart is where you can find the shirts for that. Uh, so, cool. So, it's really cool. I, I like seeing um, that we got some, 
We got some wicked people here from uh, from London as well, from the Paradigm Shift London tribe. And of course, um, a reminder for you guys: if you haven't checked out, check out paradigmshiftcentral.com, and you'll find that, that this like hangout that we are doing it is also a portal to be able to help build a global team of shifters. And shifters are people who are intentionally helping assist with the shift in consciousness. And we encourage you guys to help create physical paradigm shift communities where you are. And again, check out paradigmshiftcentral.com. You can sign up for that. And I'll talk to you guys more about it later. We'll get more into the questions now. So, first question, ancient aliens. So the question in general is just like, what do you think of the ancient aliens theory? So, first of all, as, as I'm approaching any of these questions, you know, why are we doing this? Like, it, it, it's really about practice it is kind of one way how I think about it. Like, yes, it's practice for me and it's also practice for us. You might hear me explain something in a certain way that makes sense that you can actually like relay as a way to be able to talk about this with someone else. This is a place for us to talk about these paradigm shifty themes that we don't normally get um, within regular public spheres. So, you know, like if someone comes up to you and they're like, pop, pop quiz, like explain the chakras to me. And you're just like, oh crap, like I've never done this out loud before, I've only read it out on the internet, how do I do this, right? And you're just like, D -d -d -uh, and, and you give it your best guess, and, and I'm sure it would be pretty decent too. Um, whereas like this is like, be like, okay, let's practice answering, let's practice talking about those things. So I mean, let's start off with the ancient aliens ones. That's, that's, that's a great one to, um, to be able to, to start off with. And again, guys, um, I see people talking in the chat. Thank you so much for being here, and please feel free to share this if you uh, just want to invite more people to connect with what we got going on here and with Paradigm Shift Central community as well. So with the ancient aliens, this actually kind of ties in because Michael's actually talking about the idea of uh, like human DNA and whether or not we've like actually had something that has been in like like encoded into the human DNA or added into the human DNA. When it comes to the whole like ancient aliens thing, like I mean, for me, my gut instinct is a basic idea that I I I would imagine that like the humanoid form that we have grown into isn't something that just like evolved here on earth first and foremost like it's something that will actually evolve in any place throughout the galaxy as long as there's like the, the potential for creation and as long as there are like enough elements to sort of build with and eventually consciousness itself will sort of like create this bipedal model that we as consciousness can sort of use to explore this space and of course like the astral space, for my best guess, is like where we are actually from, and everything's much more like a dream. And then this physical dimension is something we crystallize into. And so, as we're crystallizing into it, we're just like, okay, how can we make like a vehicle to be able to explore this space in a unique and vibrant way? So obviously, there's all the animals and stuff like that. Yet the human, in, the human vehicle, the human vessel, is like this like very unique thing. Also, like a just because of like the appendages and the way we can interact but also because of like the neurocortex and our, our ability to be like pattern recognition machines and our ability to create culture and create art and create systems and, and to do more than just like what our physical body limits us. We can go beyond that. So the answer to the ancient aliens things is that from my best guess, like I think that yes, the the thing that we refer to as aliens may in some cases be like far more common maybe far more similar to like us as humans and and basically like that is kind of something that we see within uh people talking about like the star nations and the star seeds and they talk about the octurians and the palladians and and all of those and and oftentimes they'll, they'll draw them and they'll just be like oh they're just like human looking people with like you know like different hair and different eyes and fancy silver suits but they still look like humans right 
So, I mean, to me, like, that that would make sense. That would just be, like, more of a thing that I would see, like... Uh, the alternative would be to assume that, like, humans purely evolved on Earth. Whereas, if you're kind of, like, going with kind of, like, this bigger picture, it would seem that it would be more likely than not that, like, the humanoid form has appeared throughout the galaxy in various places, places that I can't even, like, begin to, like, point my finger towards because it's kind of, like, outside of our knowledge bubble, which is kind of the intention. Like, it, it, the universe, the humanoid experience, the, the consciousness experience itself through the humanoid form has lived on, like, other planets and other civilizations and, like, loved as different creatures and different intelligences and different characters. And then, over time, it was like, alright, let's create, like, a unique school, a unique playground. And that essentially is what Earth came to be. And it intentionally went in with this amnesia. So as it went in, like, it seemed like it sort of, like, put in the blueprint for the humanoid species to evolve, to, to, to come into fruition. Yet, maybe some people are saying, like, you know, like, are we limited? Are, are like, has there been, like, uh, modifications done to us? Like, maybe without our modifications, we would actually evolve in a much more, like, accelerated conscious manner. Like, it would be incredibly obvious that we are actually these, like, hyperdelic, like, you know, gods with amnesia, sort of that term that I use, that, that literally realizing we are the universe in the physical form, whereas, like, here we come in with that amnesia so that we can learn through that remembrance process. And so, like, that sort of gets into this idea that y you can almost see this picture that, yes, like, their, their theoretical consciousness would create, like, a group of humans that sort of forgot that they were these conscious entities, yet still have some conscious, like, humanoid beings, like, coming into interact with humans that we would refer to as aliens who would actually be there to help assist. And theoretically, like, maybe those were, like, the kings and queens, or maybe they were just, like, visitors and, like, ancient, like, shamans and mystics. Um, which is actually, like, where the movie, like, Gods of Egypt sort of, like, gets into. It's not this idea of saying, like, like the gods are, like, literally just, like, like in Egypt, like, or the gods are of Egypt, the gods are in Egypt. They have, like, come from other parts of the galaxy to sort of, like, help assist with the humanoids that are here, yet not sort of spoiling the story in the sense that we go through, like, from Egypt period to now with a full awareness that, like, there's all these other, like, species out there in the galaxy. There's all these other humanoid species in the galaxy. Like, part of our story is, like, going through the, this amnesia so that we can focus more on ourselves. And I think, like, that's, that's really it. And that's where you get into this idea that, like, maybe there's actually, like, a quarantine happening on Earth where, like, other star nations, other star councils have, have like, are looking down on Earth and are like, okay, Earth is doing its thing, but in order for it to evolve in a way that we haven't really experienced before, we have to agree to have this rule of non-interference. So um, the ancient aliens like may still be interacting with us today, and that's where we just don't really hear about it, but obviously if there's UFOs up in the sky, then something's there, something's there, right? So. Um, what do you guys think? Uh, post an 11.11 if that answer satisfied um, your shifty curiosity or if you agree with it. Just post an 11.11 to acknowledge that um, whatever I said maybe resonated with you in some sense. And I think that is sort of like becoming more of a common thing is more people are sort of opening up to this idea that aliens are actually more likely than not other humanoid forms. And maybe the only thing that was different, you know, again, like you hear these... You hear these stories about people who, like, meet aliens, and they say, like, be like, oh, like, they were just, like, slightly taller humans. But the things that were different is that they communicated purely through, like, emotion and thoughts, and that is the difference. Like, that is where 
what is different between like us and the aliens is that the aliens are like the us version that has kind of unlocked that higher conscious awareness that enables these additional abilities yet essentially that is like what we are stepping into and more and more humans are actually sort of like realizing this so like again you know michael was sort of talking about the idea that maybe our dna was manipulated if that's the case like i can understand why it was manipulated because it was manipulated to sort of keep us within these constructs so that we can grow out of our amnesia with like a new level of authenticity and excitement and like just yeah it, it, it would spoil it if we kind of like had psychic abilities to begin with instead we have to like earn them you know through willpower as a cosmic citizen so seeing some 11 11s in there so i'm glad you guys are sort of resonating with that um i will just say guys if you guys are tuned into this and you're not connected to my facebook profile just please feel free to connect with my facebook profile and i'll also just post my youtube as well so my facebook profile is where you're listening to this and you'll see a button for subscribe and you can click that button but definitely just add me as a friend or click uh, follow and then friends and get notifications and that is also because sometimes this broadcast crashes so if it crashes that is how you will be able to find me again and also tune in for future broadcasts as well so um, and my youtube is youtube.com forward slash skull babylon and subscribe to that and check out more of the videos uh, again you know i've been creating conscious media for a while a lot of you guys know that and you can one of the things that i recommend you check out is the journey to lucidity movies which i'll show you a preview for a little bit later on um, so again i can't read all the questions in the chat like to be honest i didn't put this broadcast out as like super far and wide as we normally do in some cases um because i wanted to keep it a smaller chat so that we could like actually just keep it a little bit more like ma managed and i can keep it keep track on what it is that we we're watching um one thing that i will say and um you know it's interesting because i think it's when it comes to conscious language, it's really important to be aware of how we are communicating whatever it is that we are talking about in the present moment. And for me, I always do try to be conscious of how I'm communicating, but I'll go through phases where sometimes I'm just like more casual. And what I mean by this is that it actually comes through in my language, through the, the vernacular that I use. In particular, my constant usage of the term like. <laughs> if any of you listened to the last broadcast, like, honestly, I even just did there. Honestly, it, it, I don't think there was a minute that went by where I didn't use the term like. And this is something where it was just kind of me being in the excitement. Whereas now I just want to be able to challenge myself in this moment to use language in a way that doesn't have to result in me using the term like. Because like is kind of this, this lazy thing. And I think a lot of us are fairly uh, sort of familiar with that. You know, where we'll just be like, be like, oh yeah, you know, like, sacred geometry is like the awesome coolest thing, and it's all about pine cones, and they're like sort of this spiral fractal nature of holographic reality, and the matrix is real because it's really like this. Anyways, I don't really have to give an example, but I just wanted to let you guys know that, that um, be conscious of, 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 of how you're delivering your words, and if you notice yourself saying like, then just use it as a chance to, again, practice refining your language which is exactly what I'm doing here I noticed that I was doing it horribly last week so this time I'm aware of that and now I'm changing that part of myself self-transformation alchemy okay guys um just keeping an eye on shirts and time wise and stuff like that um, so we still have eight out of 16 shirts as it is right now and there's about 20 minutes left 
Um, part of the reason behind reaching the goals with the shirts is that there's kind of a threshold. So 16 is our like threshold goal. And uh, when we reach that, we get like a decent amount of like funds raised. But if it's like below that, then it's like just like a pocket of like funds. So it, it just helps with the whole community because again, this goes into future projects and the team building hangouts and also promoting and sharing your guys' future content. Um, tomorrow, stay tuned, we're going to be featuring the content from one of our friends. Uh, he's releasing a new song, our buddy Honeychrome, and like it's a song that it's really cool. Like it's all like kind of four shifters. I use like that. It's four shifters. So you can stay tuned for that and um, facebook.com forward slash paradigm shift central is where you can also find things. So facebook.com forward slash paradigm shift central. And, mm, 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 mm. and again, I'll just post a link for the shirts. So www.tspring.com forward slash open your heart. Available for. So there's only 20 more minutes left to order shirts. So um, I will remind us just within like the last 10 minutes. But again, and that's like supporting future projects and obviously just kind of gives you guys a week of gear to be able to shift consciousness where you are. So um, let's see what other comments that we got within here. Um, one of the other questions was um, somebody was asking about Nibiru. Uh, now, like, that's like something... Okay, I keep using like... <laughs> I'm aware of this. The Nibiru thing is uh, is an interesting topic. Um, I'd like to know what you guys think of it as well. Uh, I'm not. I mean, I'm not entirely researched of it. I don't think it's one of those things where it's an interesting thing to be aware of. But does it affect your immediate reality? Yes or no. And depending on what your perception of that answer is, sort of for me, at least, kind of helps weigh on maybe how much attention we should sort of put towards it. It's, it's one of those things where it's a novel idea, but whether it's true or not, doesn't really affect how you're going to live your day today. Um, so in that sense, like I've looked into it, but it's not something that I really have a heavily opinion on, at least until I see it in front of us. <laughs> um, but the concept wise, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm I think it's an interesting concept, the idea that maybe there is a planet that is inside of our solar system that we just haven't really been told about, which kind of goes into this idea that maybe the solar system, which kind of goes into this idea, sorry, I just try and mute this on the other end, which kind of goes into this idea that maybe the solar system in itself isn't actually what it is in the sense of how the story we've been told about it is. And again, I don't know if you guys want to get into flat earth. <laughs> Um, so I don't really have an awesome answer for Nibiru, um, unfortunately, I'm just trying to see what some of the other comments are coming through. Um, somebody was just asking about DMT, um, if you guys want to ask about DMT, we can do that. Um, I just want to read like some of the comments that were coming through because you guys got like awesome comments that you're contributing as well. Uh, da -da -da -da. Okay, I just want to read Anja's comment. So Anja says, I've never felt any kind of separation from ancient aliens. I do believe that we are just fragments of their energy crystallized into this dimension. But then there's an issue of why do we have no, recollect, no recollection of these past memories or experiences. If energy can't be created or destroyed and thoughts are energy, where have all our astral memories dissipated to? 
Um, Andrew, that's a great question. And again, you know, we kind of talked about this before. I think memories never, you're right, memories are, are a thing in themselves and they never actually just disappear. It's only our connection to them that sort of either connects or reconnects or dissipates and fades or sort of goes through a filter that prevents us from fully getting that information. So if, if, we, if we can't remember our ancient history, there's probably a reason for, for why we can't actually remember that as like a bigger consciousness, you know, the consciousness just kind of like, like, yes, this exists. But if we were to be aware of it, it would distract us from like what we are trying to create for ourselves through this experience, through this reality right now. So, I mean, like, yeah, I think there's a reason why we can't, the fact that we can't remember our ancient alien heritage alludes to the fact that maybe there actually is some ancient alien heritage <laughs> that we have going on. It's kind of just one of those paradigm shifty things that you sort of have to think a little bit differently about. Um, okay, so I can't see all the comments in this chat alone. Um, somebody's asking, what are, what are your thoughts on sacred geometry? That's a great question. Uh, Catherine, I can answer a little bit about that. Um, Billy's asking, have you seen the documentary Chimatica? Yeah, Chimatica was one of the, one of those documentaries that I watched like back in like 2011 uh, when I was out in Vancouver, kind of during a, a big part of my awakening. And uh, Chimatica like really brought up some interesting topics. Um, one of the key things that I got out of Chimatica, like there's a lot of political stuff in there, but there's a lot of like spiritual stuff too. One of the key things I got out of Chimatica was the idea that like the male and female energy is within both of us. And like now is kind of like this rising of the both and the synergy and the kindred union of the male and female. And for me, that kind of led me to this idea of like, opening up to what it meant to in, be in tune with the, the male and the female energies within inside of me, the yin and the yang. And, and again, like the, the, the male energy, and I'll just sort of answer this as a bit of a tie-in and just as a general thing to share. Um, you know, again, like the male energy is kind of like, if we were to describe it one way, it would be sort of like the squares, the, 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 the edges, and then the female energy is the rounds and the curves. So the male edges, the male straight lines are kind of that, that part of the energy that will that will explosively like move things from point A to point B with the intention of purpose of connecting and like accomplishing a specific objective. Whereas the female energy is more sort of about like the, the actual journey and the curve and the not necessarily aiming for a specific end goal, but rather the expression that we gain and the experience that we gain through the non-straight path, through the idea of exploring and expressing ourselves. So the male side is like a very, you know, objective oriented and task oriented and like getting things done with a specific power behind it. And then like female energy can be very like compassionate and nurturing and like taking moment to like slow things down and bringing in extra creativity. So when you really combine those two for me within the Paradigm Shift Central project, like that was like a, a huge thing that, that just sort of like made, made me envision this in a bigger scope. It's a sort of, it was to create a, a project where it would be about accomplishing very like male, male energy specific target goals, yet doing it in a creative, intuitive, and again, very compassionate way. Um, like the female energy really resonates with like the cancer side of me, which is also like very community and commu communication oriented as well and family oriented. So, mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I know that wasn't a question, but yeah, just feel free. 
Um, okay, so just trying to keep an eye on uh, some of the other questions. The future is here, says Tim. Yes. <laughs> uh, Melissa says, I'm getting shifty in Colorado. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Um, Carrie is asking, do you know of monoatomic gold? I know of it, but I'm not, like, super educated on it. Um, uh, Billy is asking, is this live right now? <laughs> yes, yes, this is live right now. Um, uh, more talk about Planet X. Um, <laughs> this was recorded last year. <laughs> Imagine if this was recorded last year. It's just like time travel simulation. Um, has anyone heard of the dolphin theory? Michael, if you want to share more about the dolphin theory, feel free. Yeah, I think dolphins are definitely like super intelligent. Um, Near-death experiences have answered the memory thing. Interesting. Spiritual amnesia, life is a college of higher learning. These comments are going back quite a little bit. Um, let's not forget about the study of water and how emotional issues can change the shape of the isos. Very true, very true. Um, do you, Michael Pratt, do you think Charles Darwin was right on his theories or do you feel like there's something missing? Uh, yeah, I think there's something missing. Um, I just don't think he was seeing the full picture. But he was definitely like pointing out some things that people hadn't really seen before. So it's not like he was really missing it. It's not like he was, like, intentionally missing it. He was just kind of looking at things where he needed to look at them first. And then we've just been able to expand upon them. Um, Darwin wasn't around for the discovery of DNA. Um, that's right. Balanced energies in sacred geometry, the male energies are in the third angles, like the basic tetrahedra, and the female energies are the spherical shapes. The 3D flower life and the 64 tetrahedral grid inside the equilibrium balance vacuum, Josh. Yeah, so uh, again, going back to the sacred geometry and the male female thing, like that's 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 a thing. So, like, we, we keep in mind that, like, even like the shirt, like, that is like very rep representative of the female energy, but keep in mind that there actually are the cubes within inside of this. So, like, the the cubes are actually the base structure when you think about it like it, it, it's it's kind of it's kind of weird it's like what came first the cube or the square um because like technically sometimes what we see as like a curve in the fibonacci sequence is actually the points of like the cubes and where they connect and it's just something that would be like more easier easily to visualize and then so like it, it, i think i I would say the straight lines would actually come first because at the very beginning you would have this idea of like one point, two point, straight line, straight line, and then three, four, up, down, which gives you that cube. But then as you start laying the cubes around each other, you start creating like the different vertex, vortex, vertices of the cube that connect themselves to create circles. So um, yeah, like it's it's really interesting. But in terms of like, yeah. <laughs> Which came first, male or female energy, or are they just part of the same thing that kind of both showed up at the same time? You can't have one without the other, it seems. So, yeah. Um, though if God had to be anything, I'd say God would definitely be female. Because it's... Even though I just said, like, the male energy seems like it comes first in some cases, within gender, female clearly comes first. Because it's pretty obvious that most of us are, like, female to begin with. And then we either like grow into male or grow into like the continued form of female, um, yeah. Because like that's I've read like this speech on this way back in the day. And it's like why men have nipples. 
And it was like basically the idea that before we, before gender is determined, the nipples are actually grown inside the fetus. And then once gender is determined, the males are like already have them and everything, but nipples still come in handy for both sexes, of course, <laughs> help you check the temperature in some cases. So, yeah. Um, okay. So what other questions do we want to get into? I know, um, can we resolve karmic cycles in our dreams? I think that's a very interesting topic, and we've talked a lot about dreams in the past. Um, that can be something we can talk a little bit more about as well. Um, and let me just double check to see where we are with the uh, with the shirt, since there's only ten minutes left. Um, looks like we still only have eight shirts sold, and you know what? Like, if that's the case, then sometimes whatever. Like, that's just how it is. Like, we're still gonna keep moving through this. And uh, there will be more opportunities, but again, um, whatever, if you guys plan on getting a shirt, then it's just like an extra favor to do that now. We're a little short of the goal, uh, 8.0.16 with 10 minutes left, but for those of you who still want to be able to support, again, just the future of the Paradigm Shift Project as a way to say thank you, those of you who have tuned in in the past, and for those of you who just want to be able to gear themselves up as well, then this is your chance to do it. So, 10 minutes left. So, if we, I, I think we can get a couple more in. So, that's, um, yeah, much appreciation to those of you guys who order the shirts in the next 10 minutes. And they will be available after that, but then, like, the fundraising sort of switches over. So, 10 minutes is, like, the window of opportunity to make the most for the fundraising. So, so let's see what other questions... So Dwayne is just saying, I feel like gender is a physical thing. Any correlation to that in spiritual realm is purely metaphorical based on our perceptions of what male and female should be. I feel like both of these energies are in every spirit. Definitely, definitely. So yeah, again, like there's no such thing as like male, female, like there's only male, female, like it's one spectrum. So we're kind of like constantly going back in the same way. Like there's no such thing as like love and hate. It's just love-hate, and it's just whatever spectrum. Like, there's no hot-cold. Like, when does hot become cold? When does cold become hot? There's only cold-hot. So it's like removing those uh, dichotomies. Very simple. Um, what's what we got Mike saying? Alan Watts, I think, talks about spirituality and shamanism and a preparation for death. I'm wondering what you think about that, and if you've accepted your looming date in the future and how you did it, or you would recommend others to do it. That's a very cool question, Mike, basically just talking about um, our relationship to death and how do we sort of mentally wrap our heads around it and can we actually accept death in some ways. Um, I'd like to talk about that. Let's talk about the empathy and how everyone has the capability to evolve with it. Killer whales show prime examples of this. Coden is saying that. Um, very true. I think empathy is like part of our spiritual evolution, I would say. That sort of comes in line. Again, you know what I was talking about, the ancient aliens, that some ancient aliens, people would say is that what made them different wasn't how they looked, but it, it was how they communicated, and how they communicated was more on this energetic level, and definitely when we understand that we're always releasing these vibrations, we understand that there's ways for us to read these vibrations, and again, it, it, it's a simple idea that we're, we're, we're used to measuring the world through our five senses but obviously we see with our entire body and we have to keep in mind like what our third eye is seeing as well um it'd be amazing if everybody could experience what it would be like to see the world with the third eye open just so they would know that that information is there all the time and then to be still able to read it uh, to be aware that they are receiving it and reading it um 
every single moment of every single day and then to acknowledge how that kind of shows up within our own feedback within our own like biology uh you know again sometimes what our third eye will receive as an emotion from somebody else we might actually feel it in one of our chakras like we'll feel it like in our heart we'll feel it like in our gut or maybe we'll like feel it like in our third eye sort of thing um one thing i just want, kind of want to mention is that you know even even our intuitive abilities uh, are, are us sort of stretching our perception outside of the linear moment. So we, we, we no longer exist just right here in the present, but we understand that we exist in the future through, through the simple concept of just kind of being aware of how reality works. You guys are probably familiar with the idea of like the Doppler effect. And the Doppler effect is like when a car goes by you and it kind of like, it, it, it increases its sound. It goes like, and then it goes past you and it goes like that. When we are existing within this reality, the Doppler effect kind of occurs in similar ways through the ripples of actual events that come into contact with us. So example, like if you're in the situation where you think of someone and then suddenly they call on the phone, like yes, that is because you are uh, you are already feeling information that is like in the future coming into you now. So that is like the Doppler ripple effect of the future like hitting you first before that car actually passes, before that moment actually passes. So if you can be aware that you're actually feeling these these intuitions, these these pieces of information from the future before they actually happen, it allows you to be able to navigate yourself through this reality in a, a slightly different, more evolved way. Um, so I mean, for me, like that's a huge paradigm shift, just being able to understand like how we actually exist beyond the future, like beyond the present moment, but in a practical way, you know, like that theoretically that could save your life one day, even just in the simple idea of, you know, people kind of having that intuition and, and literally feeling like uh, some sort of piece of construction about to like swing and hit them or something, right? Like rather than just being in their five senses of hearing it and then knowing to duck, there is actually a sensation from the future that hits them first before the sound even hits them. And it may be within like milliseconds and then that may be enough time for us to duck out of the way and save our lives. Um, and then you can also get into the idea of like guardians and, and spirits and, and, and other entities that may actually help us make sure that we hear that information uh, a little bit more promptly sometimes. Like it seems like they are almost like right next to our ears or right next, they are our voice sometimes where other entities can can do like in the same way biology where different parts of the human body kind of work together. It seems as if different spirits within our own uh, conscious like story have the potential to interact with us and are both playing a role so i mean yes like we are us and, and and at the same time are we our garden guardian angels too like are we the full team are we just like one person who's like playing the game or do we consider ourselves a full team and if that's the case then we should be like be like hey okay like guardian angels if that's what you want to call them like let me know if there's like something coming from the future that i maybe aren't paying attention to and i should really know about please let me know about that and sometimes just putting out that permission allows you to again you know what if anything just think of a guardian angel as like a giant tentacle arm that's extending out further and thinking and, and allowing you to think about things a little bit differently and receive that information a little bit differently cool um yeah okay so there's a little skull skull babylon for you there um okay guys so awesome we are up to uh 11 11 if anything that i just said there just resonated with you guys again we'll just get some more feedback and i, I gotta read some more of the comments there 
uh, as well. And um, I just want to say a huge shout out and thank you to the people who did order the Open Your Heart shirts. Uh, there's literally only a couple minutes left and we are up to 10 of 16. So that's awesome to see us getting up there a little bit higher. And again, every single part counts. And of course, you guys are getting awesome gear. And just by wearing those shirts, they will be able to alter the reality that you live in because people will see you wearing them and they'll ask questions and then they'll spark conscious conversations and you'll make new friends. And it's building conscious community where you are. So there's only two minutes left. <laughs> so I just posted the link in there so you guys will see that. So if there's any last minute orders, now is the time to do that. And again, you can still get them afterwards, but now it's just the time to do it so that we can bring in more with our current fundraising goal. So thank you again to everyone for tuning into this and for getting the shirts and for supporting Conscious Media and for creating this space together. So let me just see what sort of comments I missed. Um, I also want to boot up um, Journey to Lucidity. Yeah, like I've been I've been working like pretty diligently on Journey to Lucidity. I've got like the first like 30-ish minutes of the movie in a pretty good spot, and again, like the other parts of it, I've like worked in chunks, and now it's like weaving it together like this tapestry. Uh, editing a full-length movie is a very very interesting thing because again, it's very much like tapping into the future. I'm kind of like listening to what the movie already looks like and. It's very intuitive and, and it's just kind of being able to feel like what goes where, but also trying things out. <clears throat> so I'm just loading that up. I will show you guys that. Um, we'll take a few more questions and then um, I'll show you guys Dream to City and then I'll, we'll do a tarot read and then we'll finish with a short meditation and then we'll uh, come back and do this again in the future though the next time that we may do this um actually you know what like i'll probably do some live broadcast while i'm like in the airport next week <laughs> traveling to uh to california to film journey to lucidity 4 because this time yeah by this time next week i will be in california so that's pretty cool and i'll be able to do some live broadcast with you guys there so that'll be pretty sweet okay um i'm just trying to load things up here without my computer crashing which it seems like it may just because uh, the editing software takes up additional resources. Um, but let's see what questions that we got. Um, I'm just reading some of the comments in general. So dolphin theory, did we talk about dolphin theory yet? <laughs> um, John was asking what about DMT? Um, yeah, if you guys want to talk a bit about DMT we can always do that. It's always, like I think DMT is a very worthwhile thing to pay attention to considering it's so radically different within this matrix like you could go your entire life and never hear about it and then as soon as you do you'll just be like like are you serious like that's an actual thing like why the hell didn't anybody tell me this because it's so potently it, it's a very potent dot that connects some key points connects key points between life death dreaming perception and our like co you know the code behind the matrix bigger reality Carrie is asking just how far have you gone down the rabbit hole? Um, interesting question. Um, mm -mm. <laughs> Michael saying, the Dogon tribe talk about the fish gods named Nomos. Um, that's interesting. I wonder if they're like flying UFOs that look like ships at some point. Oh, if you guys want to check out a really cool movie, one movie that you can check out is a movie called uh, Laws of the Sun. Some of you guys have probably heard about it. If somebody wants to find it on YouTube and post a link in here, that'd be appreciated. 
Laws of the Sun is like an anime movie that kind of tells the story of humanity's origins, but it actually goes like way back, like before Atlantis and before Lumeria, and it actually talks about the various cycles of like humanoids that existed here on Earth and definitely paints a different picture, an alternative history that is worth just kind of enjoying as a movie at the very least. So if you guys want to check that out, it's called Laws of the Sun, and you can find it on YouTube. Actually, I think it's really cool because I think if you look up Laws of the Sun and then you click on it on YouTube, one of the recommended videos is actually Three Days of Light, which is like one of the earlier documentaries that we made and released online. So you can also watch Three Days of Light online as well. Um, awesome. Majority, thank you for posting that. Morningstar. Got Laws of the Sun right there. So yeah, you guys can check that out. Um... Uh, yeah, my like computer's like not letting me run multiple programs here just because um, I need to like clear up disk space. Like that's why. So I'm just gonna see if I can close some things here, and then I'm gonna show you guys. I'm gonna show you guys a preview of um, Journey to Lucidity 3, and then we'll go into um, or let's see, or we'll just answer another question first. The idea is that human beings have quite have similarities to dolphins, like webbed t webbed feet, hairless bodies, and nose flaps that you can close. Um, <laughs> Subcatness flat. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Michael, that's awesome. That I, I think I think dolphins are like super worth paying attention to again. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm just kind of I'm just waiting for this to load up. There's no music in the background, but that's why. Yeah, dolphins recognize themselves in the mirror, Michael says. That's really cool. Um, yeah, and dolphins, like, communicate, like, with sacred geometry when you think about it. Like, their, their, their echolocation, like, it actually has, like, a cymatic code to it. Uh, you can think about it. Each, like, signal sort of has, like, a pattern to it. And then, obviously, like, there's noise, but also there's the pattern to the noise. And I think, like, that's what the dolphins actually read. And they can read that at a more advanced level. So, like, when we communicate with each other, we're using words, but we're not really, like, reading the cymatics of each pulse of sound wave. Whereas the dolphins, because, probably because they're in water, may theoretically do that, which is an interesting thing to think about. Um, again, like, every time they use echolocation, that's actually, like, a cymatic signal that is being sent. And the other dolphins can read it more than just the noise in itself. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Eric was just asking, uh, are you traveling or just attending Lucidity? I will be at Lucidity um, once I get there, and then after that I'll be hanging out for a little bit and probably doing a little bit of traveling, and uh, I'll keep you guys in touch with that. You guys will be able to tune into that. Just uh, stay tuned to uh, the profile that I have here for updates about that. Um, mm -mm 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 -mm. Uh, Davey, or Davey, we, uh, yeah, we'll finish with a simple meditation at the end. That's something we do. Um, again, if people are looking for other guided meditations, if you go to paradigmshiftcentral.com, you can find the lots. There's lots of guided meditations that we have done there. Uh, the like most global sort of professional one that we did was back in February, so you can check that out. So again, paradigmshiftcentral.com, and you can download them as podcasts too. Um, mm, 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 I'm just reading Eric's comment. Uh, <laughs> Michael, dolphins could be classified as a Pokemon. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Eric says, I love how we went from rubbing sticks together to make fire to space travel and electronics in a short amount of geological time with most of the technological progress in the last century. Yeah, that's super interesting. The fact that like the last century has been like this incredible increase in conscious evolution, um, which again, I think has something to do with the yuga cycles. Like if you look at consciousness, it sort of like goes through this cycle of like coming into awareness, going out, coming in, going out, but then it does it where it's like, like that took like a thousand years, then it took 500 years, then it took like 250 and, or, or not even those numbers matter. But now it's like happening within a very short amount of time, you know? So where will we be in 10 years from now? Yeah, exactly. Um, mm, 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 mm. Davey, I can't, just because I'm launching right now, um, Michael or someone, can you just put a link for paradigmshiftcentral.com into the chat? Um, just for Davy, who is looking for that as well. Um, is this loading? No, it doesn't appear it is. Okay. One second, you guys. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. <laughs> okay. Um, we'll take a, let's take like one more question to sort of focus it around. And then we'll uh, move into the, I'll show you guys a preview for Journey to the City. And uh, then we'll finish off with a tarot read and then we'll finish off with a short meditation. <laughs> no problem. Okay guys, so let's, uh, I, I know there were some questions. Um, Pokemon, are they real? <laughs> I saw a comment the other day and it was like someone's like, if you, could, if you could train a parrot to say its own name, you'd pretty much have a Pokemon. <laughs> She's like, yeah, that makes sense. So, so parrots are real. Therefore, Pokemon are pretty much real. <laughs> okay, um, let's see, guys. What's what's one question we can sort of narrow it down? And we, what were the things we were talking about earlier? We didn't. We were, okay. Someone was asking about. Um, well, we were talking about like life and death and stuff like that. Um, can we resolve karmic cycles in our dreams? I think uh, that's a very interesting question. I think we can definitely get very potent experiences within our dreams. Um, sorry, I'm just kind of responding. I just want to be able to boot up here. I just got people asking a couple questions. Um, I don't. I, I can't really say if you can if you can clear karmic. Uh, what was the what was the term? Karmic cycles within our dreams. I, I don't. That's a very interesting question. Like maybe karmic cycles can actually only be cleared within physical dimensions. No, I don't know. I think I think um, yeah, that's an interesting idea. Like how much is karmic cycles cleared within other layers, um, or you know, I guess it depends on what our de definition of karma is to begin with. Um, this is something I've kind of talked about before, and I'll just share with you guys real quick. Um, you know, a lot of people talk about karma and dharma, and they're, they're very, like, pivotal terms within the metaphysical community, though uh, oftentimes I think people aren't exactly sure um, what the, like, what the consistent way of defining them is. Um, a simple way that I've been able to sort of narrow down the commonality between karma and dharma, and I'll just really explain this real quickly, and you guys tell me if, if it makes sense. Karma 
would be, uh, sorry, Dharma is the path that you are on. Dharma is like the path of like your golden self. Like that is like the path that you as a higher spirit chose for yourself. And that path is one that will have challenges. It will have lessons, but it also allows you to step into your optimal growth and allows you to like get the experience that you came to get within this incarnation. So karma is that path. Sorry, Dharma is the path. Dharma is the path of like your golden self. Karma is the universal energy that will keep you on that path. So like karma is the energy where if you're starting to stray and you're starting to like go in a different direction, then karma is like this universal energy that will like break your car so that you have to like get like a, a bicycle so that you have to get in like a new job or something and then it, it, karma can work in these very sort of bizarre um, what appear to be bizarre ways but ultimately karma I feel is the universal energy that is there to put us back onto our dharma so karma isn't this thing that's like neither negative or positive karma is always like acting in our best interest and that's why they say karma can sometimes be a bitch because if you're like being this negative person or or, or not even just negative, but if you're being like a really mean person or something, karma will just be like, be like, dude, like that's, you know, like it, it's, it's like, okay, we get that you're doing this, but like, this isn't what you're here to experience as a soul. You didn't come here. You came here to experience yourself being a jerk at, so that you could learn what it's like to transmute yourself into becoming a better person. So, I mean, it's all important. It's all part of your path. But again, like as an example, uh, you know, karma is kind of like that, that thing that maybe a football player might break his leg, but because he breaks his leg, he ends up becoming like an author on spiritual topics and opens up a yoga studio when he's older or something like that, right? Like that, that, that is kind of like this karma thing. Um, so it, 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 karma, um, yeah, to, to, to sort of refer to the term of like karmic cycles, I, I'd have to think a little bit more about what that actually means, I guess. Um, and I see some 1111s on that, so it's cool to see that you guys agree with that. Um, shout out to a lot of people who are joining here. Shout out to uh, Alistair. He's a, he's an awesome musician for a band called DMT, which you guys can check out. Check out uh, DMT Music or DMT Metal Music, and uh, you'll find them on Facebook. But yeah, he's uh, he's been on Paradigm Shift Radio in the past. So I just want to give a shout out to him. It's good to see him in here. And um, what are the questions? Do you think dreams can be messages from another past spirit? Um, definitely, Davey. Uh, definitely dreams can be, you know, again, dreams are sort of that space that aren't just in our head. They're actually us returning to the astral and within that space, other forms of consciousness and intelligence can communicate to us, which is why it's important for us to be conscious within our dreams so that we can be a good student so that we can remember what it is that they're sharing to us. Cause sometimes even though our soul will still hear that message, sometimes it depends, it, it can vary whether our conscious self will, will take in that message more immediately or maybe subconsciously. So that's why it's important to like write down your dreams and everything so that you can get the messages that the universe is sending you um, so that you can be a good student. Yeah, but they are messages you're calling to yourself. Yeah, Chad, exactly. So like higher self messages, um, depending on how high you want to go again. Eventually, it's all just you anyways. Uh, the dream is you. <laughs> um, cool. So I just see some people sort of saying that like, yeah, they, they like the karma dharma definition. Um, that's interesting. John just kind of saying that his dreams are very powerful and vivid. Yeah, his reality is is repetitious and lame. 
Um, you, I, again, I, I think there's definitely some lessons there. Like how can you bring more vividness and, and awesomeness into your repetitious reality? Like that sounds like that's part of your quest to be able to do that. And I'm sure you can, I'm sure you can. So, um, there's lots of different ways to do it. You know, even just like <laughs> leaving like little cards and, and, and that say, I love you and giving them to people or shift buttons and handing those out to people where you go and wearing, doing free hugs and stuff. Um, any books you recommend or videos regarding dreams? Um, there's a book, the, uh, the, um, uh, what was the, it's, it, well, it's just called Dream Yoga. Um, that's one that I was, that I usually have on me that's just not near me right now. Um, but I would recommend that one. But I mean, there's a lot of books on dreaming. I don't have too many off the top of my head though. Um, okay, um. I just want to answer um, one more question. I, I sorry, I forget who exactly it was from, but it was about um, spirituality. It was talking about like I'm wondering what you th uh, Alan Watts I think talks about spirituality and shamanism and a preparation for death. I'm wondering what you think about that and if you've accepted your looming date in the future and how you did it or you would recommend others to do it. So that's a very interesting topic. Um, Uh, I, swear, I just want to read a comment here, just going back to the karma thing. Alistair says, It seems that the same force of karma follows us in the dreamland. We never know what dream is unfolding from the unknown, but we can notice our state of consciousness gets to the test during every conflict. And I can't see the rest of that because Facebook doesn't show it to me. Um... Uh, and adventure, that's all. Um, oh, that's interesting. Uh, Christine is just talking about it. And again, I just kind of want to be able to get in more people because you guys are leaving like awesome comments. And I just want to make sure that you guys are being heard as we all are. Um, Christina is just saying almost three years ago, I had a spiritual awakening that got pathologized. When I finally got the opportunity to explain my experience to my husband, in his response, he said, hmm, I wonder in the future if bipolar, bipolar disorder will be realized as the mind coming into a new stage of enlightenment. My mind blew open to this idea. Do you think those who, do you think many whose third eye is awakening are getting pathologized? I definitely, um, I definitely think that, uh, yeah, like there's more to the mind and human consciousness than we sort of understand within like mainstream sort of doctor pathology. And I would say that, again, you know, the fact that back in the day, the people who would be schizophrenic or multiple personality would be sort of recognized as the shamans because they were the ones that were kind of seeing what others could not see or they were hearing what others could not hear. And that was merely just because their antenna was like a little bit differently. So, I mean, each person who is like bipolar if they're born, if they're born with that or whether it develops in some ways, like that can be a gift. Uh, it can be a teacher depending on how you see it. Um, I can't really give like a super hundred percent, uh, affirmative answer just because, you know, I think like things are sort of varied depending on the individual and there are other circumstances involved such as environment. But yes, I would definitely say that by opening up concepts of spirituality and consciousness into our pathology, it will allow us to sort of help deal with and help heal the process that people experiences when they are going through things like bipolar disorder, 
um, it, rather than just seeing it as like this illness that they should hate within themselves, it can actually allow them to transmute it into something that they recognize as a teacher and recognize as like a part of their experience that they chose for themselves. And, and again, you know, maybe it's something that down the road they'll sort of uh, approach in a different way and it may actually shift, it may be something that can kind of like come and go kind of thing um, a little bit. But just by having that perspective on it can definitely change um, one's like sort of relationship to their own mind in general. And, and just again, you know, because I don't think we're not our thoughts. Like we are the, the antenna that is receiving our thoughts. So it would, in that sense, it would make sense that we get other thoughts that aren't always kind of what we would associate as ours. And this is what you experience while meditating. You'll experience the difference between projected thoughts and received thoughts. And, and we can do this. We can sort of emit a signal within us, but we can also receive a signal from outside of us. And, and even if you're just in meditating and you hear a voice come inside of you, is that much different from somebody who's hearing a voice who may have, uh, you know, like multiple personality? Like maybe it, it actually is very similar. Um, it kind of goes into this idea that the, the body is a vehicle, but maybe there's like multiple drivers behind the car at the same time. And maybe like all of us are already multiple drivers, like multiple drivers who create this character that for many of us appear as one person. Yet ultimately within, I, I, I've heard a guy talk about this, ultimately within each person there's actually like at least eight male and eight female within each person. And maybe, again, those eight male and eight female are actually fragments or fractals of our previous incarnations. So when we go through our lifetimes, it's not like we're literally just like Joe, then Bob, then Sally, then Mary. Like we're actually kind of like... Joe, and then Joe Bob, and then Joe Bob Mary, and then Joe Bob Mary Sally. Like, we, 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 it literally kind of accumulates, and, and the different aspects of each one kind of allow this sort of council to emerge that is actually within inside of us that we actually kind of don't think about and don't see that way. Um, but, but you can start to think about that way. Maybe within each of us, we're not just like one person. We're actually an accumulative council that expresses itself as one character. So 1111, if that sort of maybe resonates with you guys, I'd be curious to think what you guys have to say about that. So, uh, 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 uh. um that's what I'm saying. It sounds like you're describing Star Trek Deep Space Nine. <laughs> um, I'm not sure what that was in reference to. <laughs> Okay, I just want to be able to... Okay. Um, so, sorry guys, I'm just kind of multitasking right here. I know there's a couple questions that we do still want to get to. The one about like death obviously being a very important one. Um, okay guys, uh, you know what? I'm not exactly sure if the uh, Sure campaign has officially ended uh, since it hasn't said that it is. So I'm just going to post another link there for any of those who may still be looking for a last-minute order. Uh, it looks like you still have at least a couple minutes. Um, again, this is the Open Your Heart shirt. So they got the Flower of Life, and it says Open Your Heart on them. Each one is designed to be used for shifters to be able to help assist in the shift in consciousness where you are. Simply by wearing it, literally people come up to you and talk to you about it, and it's super fun to wear when you like walk through the mall. Even if people don't talk to you about it, if they just like see it subconsciously, it's like, 
triggering something within their higher awareness and then they'll see that symbol elsewhere and then it'll start showing up and then they'll start asking questions and then they'll start studying sacred geometry and that's like part of their own awakening so it's it's really cool to kind of wear this shirt again as a beacon so um, just putting that out there that there does seem to be at least a couple more minutes to order the shirts it was supposed to end at 11 but it doesn't look um, actually no I think uh, yeah, no, I think it did end, but anyways, you guys can still order anyways, so, um, you, you can still order the, the shirt, uh, Sherry was just asking, so, yeah, you can feel free to check it out, and again, like, the orders that don't go through for this week will just go through to the end of the next campaign, so, feel free to order whenever works for you. Um... <laughs> Okay, so there's a question, um, one second guys, <clears throat> okay, so the question that we just wanted to, I wanted to go over was like the whole idea of like death and stuff like that. Um, Huh. Heather, I'm just reading your comment. Heather is just saying that she... Hold on, I just want to read it properly because I can't see your full comment there. See your full comment there. <laughs> okay, so that's pause. Um, Heather is just saying, I recently took mushrooms for the first time in a long time. After several years of meditating, it was a very, very deep experience. Very, very, very deep experience. I'm wondering if meditating makes these types of experience deeper. Definitely. Um, again, you know, for anybody who's like had experience working with psychedelics or plans to in the future, one of the most important things that I would recommend is to practice meditating while on these experience. It's like really common to just be in awe of like your reality and your surrounding environment. But if you practice meditating, you. All right. So first, first crash of the broadcast. Not too bad. We went for at least an hour in a bit there. So that works. Um, I'm just going to reshare this. Obviously, people will be joining as we speak, but yeah, <laughs> Facebook will do this. It just tends to crash every now and then, but hey, you know, stuff happens. So as people join, they can just listen to the techno music. Hey guys, welcome back. talking a little bit about meditation and psychedelics and stuff like that, which I think is super, super interesting. Um, so we can talk a little bit about that, just a little bit. <laughs> cool. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back, you guys. Um, we did have about, there's about like a hundred people tuned in live prior to the crash. So I'm going to see how many we can get it back up to. 
though uh, we're not going to let that stop us from just kind of getting back into the conversation. And again, um, I just got to make sure that this doesn't go all night. It would be very easy for me to just stay up all night hanging out with you guys, but I gotta get to sleep so that I can wake up and work on Journey to the City, so. Let's just in a few more places. So we'll go with, uh, we'll go with everyone as they sort of come back here, and uh, let me just take a look at, um... Cool. Were there any other questions that you guys wanted to specifically ask? Um. Oh, okay, so 26 viewers? Oh, yeah, I'm getting tired already. Okay, so we're going to have to wrap this up soonish. Um. Huh. If you guys have any other questions, feel free to post them, um, though I can't promise that we'll really get to them, but we'll just sort of see if we can weave them into, uh, evidently, this, like, final question topic that uh, I was looking to hit upon. So, um, yeah, Heather was just mentioning you were talking about practicing meditating. Yeah, see, what, what I think is important with meditation is that it's really a place for us to practice working with our imagination. Um, that's something that a lot... Of society doesn't really fully encourage it doesn't really encourage what it's like to keep our focus on one place at one time to practice visualizing to make an environment within your mind as rich and dynamic as you possibly can that's something that we've actually done in a lot of the global broadcast meditations that we've done through paradigm shift is that we'll do meditations and we'll bring you into a forest and then we'll get you to become aware of your sensations you know like feel the dirt underneath your feet, feel the air on your skin, smell the air like within your nose, like hear the animals around you and, and, and really create this environment using your imagination. And what I, what I think is very interesting is that when you're working with psychedelics and you go into these meditative states, depending on what you're working with, it becomes a very obvious place of you creating with your mind. And, and, as an anecdote, like people who um, I've talked to who have had vivid ayahuasca experience, um, they have talked about, like one of my friends has talked about like how for they had a very good experience and they said, yeah, for like five hours, there was they were literally just in like a very active lucid dream within their mind and they were actively creating. So whereas like with some people in psychedelics, it can sort of take them in a direction that they feel they have no control over and they're sort of almost uh, like a spectator to the unraveling psychology of their own theatrical mind. And yet in other cases, other people can be uh, going into a psychedelic experience and can go into it consciously and can maintain conscious direction of where it goes. So I mean, some people depending on, again on what you're working with, if you actually meditate while on psychedelics, you'll see very viscerally things that may appear reminiscent to fractal Mandelbrot sets and you'll feel yourself kind of like going through tunnels but you'll notice is that like you're actually able to control this you're piloting it with your mind and when you realize that your mind is the pilot it can create for some very interesting things like I've had experiences of like creating like cities like literally just like spires up out of the ground and just like creating worlds within my mind and, and 
again, just realizing like how much our thoughts are actually creating reality in every single moment. Like the, the, it's, and I think that's part of the reason why, why the psychedelic experiences exist is for us to be able to have these experiences. I mean, there's multiple answers to this, but one of them I feel is to be able to allow us to um, pull back the filters for us to be a step closer towards realizing how much our thoughts are actively creating this reality, especially when we go in and meditate. Like we, we, we sort of have this different association where it's just like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm imagining pretty pictures in my mind. It's just like, no, like these, what you're creating in your mind, it's not just like in your head. You're actually like going inside of like the infinite fractal of the dimensions inside of you. And, and again, it's very reminiscent of the dream space, but that is because I feel it's very much like one in the same like way of, of, of interacting with reality. The dream space... Like, that's the thing, like, the dream space, the psychedelic experience, and death are all linked. Like, there, it, it is, it would be, like, insane to say, like, oh, those are three completely different things and they have nothing to do with each other. Like, no, they all overlap and they all have something to teach <clears throat> about each other as well. Um, uh, Sherry, uh, I'm just seeing your comment. Is it safe to put card info? Um, if that's in reference to the shirts, then yes, most definitely. Uh, teespring.com is a website that we've used plenty of times, and they've been super good. So, yeah, it, it's safe to use. Um, cool. If you guys have any other questions about the anything, just feel free to ask. But, uh, yeah. Um, so, I mean, okay, let me just answer this, and then, again, I'll show you guys a preview for the Journey to the City movie. But, you know, in, in relation to death, Like, for me, I, I, I was able to shift my own paradigm on about death um, years ago, like back in like 2009, again, when I was kind of like going through my, my main stage of one of my awakening. I mean, I kind of woke up in like 2011, or no, 2011, 2001, uh, after 9-11 took place, and then kind of, you know, researching and doing things and getting into yoga and stuff, and then by 2009, it was like more visceral and like more interested in lucid dreaming and more seeing the fractals and understanding infinity and, and visceral experiences of synchronicity and realizing that we exist beyond the future and no longer just being theory and having my own personal experiences and working with things and just being able to like have those experiences come into my reality where it's just like okay there's you know there's more here um but again i think the important things for everyone to have their own experiences so that they can connect the dots in their own ways but within within this experience um within Oh, you're welcome, Heather. Um, I'm glad you got something out of that. If, if you do have any questions, Heather, please feel free to uh, to ask. Um, to ask. Um, guys, I will just say, for those of you who are in the chat, there's 50 people who are watching this right now. If you guys want to connect with each other, if you guys want to add each other, post a 777 into the chat. And then that will just tell people to say, like, hey, feel free to add me. So if you want to, like, make random new friends post 777 into the chat and then people will definitely add you through there and I'll definitely send, I'll, I'll connect with you as well or, or just connect with me first through my profile. Of course, just send me a message uh, through my profile as well. Um, so yeah, okay. So let me just see if I can give like a quick answer about death. Um, so again, my perspective of reality is this basic idea that like the physical dimension is not the be all end all. The physical dimension is something that we come into. Where we come from is like the astral realms, is higher dimensional realms, 
And basically, this place, the astral realms, is the same place that we go to when we dream as well as where we go to when we die. And when we're in this space, we're in the space that is very similar to the psychedelic realms of the imagination that can create instantaneously. And the laws are a little bit different there. And as you think socially, you become in a very immediate sense and you can teleport and you can manifest things. And it's all wonderful and there's experiences there and there's stories there that can unfold. But no story quite like the one that we get through the physical reality that has this aspect of time unfolding in a slightly particular manner that allows things to create this unique illusion that can allow us to invest ourselves um, on a much deeper committed level that creates like new emotions and new visions and new um, just connections to our, our experiences because of the fact that death is such a beautiful thing because it creates the circumstance of vulnerability of and of frailty. And I think, again, you know, I think that's a huge thing within the spiritual lessons uh, on multiple scales. It's just the topic of vulnerability and how that comes into play and, and how the vulnerability of our experience as mortals is part of what makes this life worth living. You know, there's that kind of that good line within Troy where um, uh, Brad Pitt's character he talks about how the gods envy the humans because our life is so beautiful because it is transient, because it is mortal. And I think that's a very interesting thing to think about the idea that if there are other higher intelligent entities, they have a job, they have like a role up there in the astral. And in some cases, their role is to sort of interact with us by again, by like whispering in our ear and helping us make decisions and answering our, you know, our questions through meditation. But in some ways, they envy us because we are, like, choosing to be here in the physical. And, and it's a very, like, committed thing. I mean, it's, like, that's the thing. Imagine, just imagine yourself being soul on the other side of this physical incarnation and making that choice to say, like, again, there's almost like this contract. They're like, they're like okay, we're going to let you spawn into Earth and you're going to have this experience. But before you do, we want to make sure that you agree to it. Like, do you sign this contract? And, and on the contract, it would say, like, yes, I commit to, you know, X number of years here on Earth. And, and in addition to doing so, you also have, like, a checklist of kind of your missions or your, your objectives that you have, your lessons to learn within this incarnation. So, I mean, this life is really just us embarking on this incredible opportunity to learn and grow in very exciting and unique ways that are only available through the physical dimension um, that we can again like take with us to the higher dimensions afterwards but also to be able to create foundation and to alleviate suffering and to help create like peace on earth and to create that, that, that yin and the yang of like merging heaven and earth and creating heaven on earth. Um, you know, again, creating like harmony and utopia and conscious community. I, I feel like that's a big part of our goal is to sort of within the astral, you sort of have these visions of like astral cities and people living in harmony and stuff like that with the, here on earth. It's something that is taking much more time, but if we can do it, um, it will have like a lasting effect. It will have a lasting impression. So, I mean, and death for me um, is something that I, I never really worry about too much uh, within my own time. It's just kind of like this thing where it's just like, you know, people talk about how if it's your time to go, it's your time to go kind of thing. Um, and, and, and I feel that is the case uh, for, for a lot of circumstances. And that's why, uh, you know, if I'm like traveling and stuff like that, it's just like I, I'm, I'm usually pretty calm and everything like that. Some people get very nervous if they go on airplanes. I'm, I'm usually pretty calm like when I'm on airplanes and stuff. 
um, like because I sort of have that idea. It's just it's just like you know like uh, it's like it's okay like we're we're gonna be fine like you know I I have a feeling that my contract is is here for like many years to come. Therefore, this plane will get to its destination quite safely, and so very safely. And so I mean, death is is, is something that we can actually anticipate and it's something where again you were talking about Alan Watts and the shamans where they actually talk about the, the intention behind living this existence is to prepare ourselves for death and and actually to practice things like meditation and lucid dreaming so that literally when you die you go into this psychedelic space and those of you who have experienced DMT or psychedelics in general you're sort of getting a taste of what death can kind of be like and again, it's just kind of this opening up to more sensations, more experience, like viscerally, but also sort of perspective. And, and, and you sort of realize in some cases you can have that ego death where you disconnect yourself from the story that your society is telling you. And you kind of see yourself as that bigger soul. And, uh, and so within before we get to death, one of the things that I feel is very worthwhile paying attention to is how can we learn to become more conscious within this incarnation so that when the time comes for us to leave into the next incarnation we don't do it unconsciously but we actually do it consciously so think about this there's a possibility that when some souls die they die and when they die their consciousness like almost steps into a dream it becomes like a dream for them and they may not even realize that they're actually dead and then that may be part of their soul lesson and then eventually they may incarnate but for some souls, if they're conscious enough, they'll actually consciously die and then they'll go into the death state as if it's like a lucid dream and they'll be able to actively interact with it and make a different choice and maybe, you know, maybe they'll actually see like what's beyond the light. I mean, some people have talked about, it. I've heard that interesting theory that the light is sort of this place where um, it, souls will naturally go to, but it's not the only choice. Like you can actually, if you're conscious enough in death, you can actually go like, like beyond the light. And there's actually like another place there. There's actually like another. It's almost like a secret world in Mario Land or something like that. So, so for me, like that's a very interesting thing. Is that when we die, like to think about that, is that death isn't just this finite thing where it's just like, like oh, if you die now, it's just like the you die. But instead, it's just like go into death as if it's the most important meditation that you've been working towards your entire life and then you can sort of go into it with that conscious intention um, and then carry through that conscious awareness into the astral realms this isn't stuff that I've just like come up with I've read similar things in other books um, as well so 1111 if you guys um, if, if that resonated with you again anything that I said there and uh, I'm just gonna kinda go over some of the comments that we got. Um, we do have quite a few comments that I didn't get to right away. So I'm just going to kind of see what we got here. And I see a lot of people talking about um, DMT. Yeah, I mean, for me, like, DMT is very key because DMT points yeah. to this idea that it's like a spiritual portal. It's like a spirit, or it's, it's like a lubricant for the spiritual portal that is already inside of us. That is theoretically the pineal gland. And, and you know, when that DMT becomes activated, the portal of the pineal gland allows like the activation to occur which can be a process of more information coming in and also our perception of reality shifting as well um, but intentionally specifically intentioning shifting the relationship between 
um, the like our, our physical dimension and the higher astral etheric energies that are constantly all around us. So, if you're if you're if your third eye like fully activated right now and you're on DMT, you would see that there's no such thing as empty space. There's actually extra colors. There's sacred geometry everywhere. Everything's actually light, and it would kind of look like the Matrix. If your DMT activates when you're dreaming, then that's like part of the process because it's allowing you to interact with the astral state of the reality within your dream space. So it, it, it plays both roles. It, it makes sense. Um, yeah, so um, DMT is definitely a very interesting topic. Um, and I see people asking and talking about DMT in the chat, so that's totally totally cool and of course um, DMT as a drug is incredibly illegal um, if it's one of those things that you're interested in the only advice I can give you is um, actually I'll just sort of refrain from saying that as advice but it's one of those things that you know ask the universe for it politely and then be patient that's really all I can really say <laughs> it's just kind of one of those things um, you know the teachers find you when the student is ready kind of thing so um, but yeah, it's like, it's super, and it's amazing to think that more people have experienced it within the last, like, five years than any have in the last, like, 500 years, theoretically, um, as, like, a actual ceremony. Okay, so, um, let me show you... Let me show you a bit of a uh, journey to lucidity that we got working on here. I'm just going to show you. I have to decide on what scene I want to show you guys. Oh, I'm going to show you a little bit more of the. This is the opening sequence, and I only showed like a minute of it last time. Actually, you know what? I'll just show you guys the intro. Um, because I know there's probably like a few people who haven't been tuned into this before. And I'll just kind of show you. Yeah, so it's like two minutes. This is actually like the first two minutes of the movie. And uh, I'll show you guys that. So if you guys, if you guys want to see the preview for Journey to Lucidity, then post an 11.11 in the chat now, and I'll show you guys there, and for those of you who are wondering what the Dream to the City movie is, you can check out my Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Brendan Culleton, I'm posting a link for that in the chat, um, and you can watch the movies there, and again, they're, they're full-length movies of transformational festival in California that I've been to several times the lucidity festival and for those of you who are interested you can find the tickets for lucidity festival at lucidityfestival.com and um, yeah like it's something that I've been working on since 2013 it's an ongoing saga and it's very like reminiscent of the uh, uh, it's kind of similar to waking life but it's like taking place inside of a transformational festival which is really cool so, again, you can find the links through my Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Brendan Culleton. And you can also find it through my YouTube at youtube.com forward slash SkullBabylon. So, subscribe to my YouTube as well if you haven't done that. And, yeah, I'm going to show you guys a preview of the first two minutes of the movie to give you guys a little bit of an introduction. So, let me take this here. And thanks again for tuning into this, guys. Um, it's great to see there's other conversations happening. Um, it's good to see.
Um, there we go. So yeah, it's really awesome to see other conversations happening in the chat and for you guys taking part in, in that way. Okay. So here, let me just let me just kind of show you like uh, some of the behind the scenes on the editing. So this is like the first like uh, that's that's about like the first like thirty minutes of the movie that I just have in one sequence. Though I do have other scenes edited elsewhere, um, so you can just kind of see like that's like kind of what editing looks like sometimes. <laughs> it just looks like a bunch of stuff, but this this is like a lot of work that goes into this because there's about twenty four hours worth of footage uh, in this movie to begin with, and it's making it into about a ninety minute movie. This one might be a little bit longer. So, anyways, um, again, the journey to Lucidity movies take place at the Lucidity Festival in California, and they're all about awakening, awakening within the dream, and they're a very different style of documentary. And this is the journey to Lucidity three quests of quests. This is the first two minutes. You can find the other ones online through my Patreon. And uh, yeah, enjoy this little preview. This is only the first two minutes of the movie. So just sit back, relax, and only a few people have seen this so far. So let me click play and enjoy. This is a story. A story about you. A story about me, a story about us, a story about the dream. My name is Wolf Shield. Within this dream, I am a guardian, a Jedi, an embodied pillar of light, doing what I can to share and live the bigger story of our ongoing shift in consciousness, of our never-ending journey to and through lucidity. Like you, I have been here many times before, to this festival, this celebration, this opportunity, to evolve myself as an individual, and in turn contribute to the story of the collective, as we continue to awaken within the dream. My mission, my duty within this dream, is to continue to find the other parts of myself. To be a mirror for us to see with sight beyond sight. And in doing so, I seek to understand more about the quest of knowing who I am, and more importantly, who I came here to become. Within this dream, time is an illusion, and there are... Sorry, I'm just boosting the volume on that. That's like, not low. That's unnecessarily low, so there we go. Come. Within this dream, time is an illusion, and there are many who I am already connected to, who I share this journey with. I walk this path alongside them, my family, my brothers, my sisters, my mother. I know that what it is I seek is already before me, and in every new breath, the journey unfolds. Cool. So there you go, guys. That's review for Journey to Lucidity 3, which I have been diligently working on for about the past month, um, but actually like close to a year on and off. And uh, yeah, making a full-length movie takes takes time. But uh, yeah, post a, post a 9-6 in the chat if you guys dig that little preview. And um, yeah, you can totally support the project. And uh, if you go again to my Patreon, you can watch the full-length movies there. And you can also sign up to be a monthly supporter. And in doing so, in signing up, you also get the uh, shifter booster kit, which comes with as many shift buttons as you ask for. And again, the shift buttons, like the shirts, 
are tools that we use for shifting consciousness and each button has the Paradigm Shift Central website on it and again that's a global project that you guys can check out and it's a platform to be able to help us collectively document the shift in consciousness. It's a real world game to be able to help shift consciousness and it's a global team of shifters and there's a lot of different buttons. You can see this one's like the time is now button and um, what other ones do we got here? Here's one of the gold ones and of course we got like the traditional yin yangs and lots of different geometry and they also come with the crystal massage wands which you can use for like massaging yourself so these things like all come within the shifter booster kit and again you get that by signing up through the patreon so if you're new to like my facebook if you're new to just connecting and everything then there's a lot for you to check out like literally you can go after you watch this broadcast if you have not seen the journey to lucidity movies you can go watch the first two the first one's called The Planted Seed, and the second one is called Tree of Guardians. And yes, there is some like Jedi stuff in them. So definitely stuff that you guys can check out. And I and I appreciate you guys checking them out. Like we we made these movies for us to be able to experience them and for us to be able to use them as fuel for inspiration and also very importantly for us to be able to share them. So these movies are something where you can like experience them for yourself and then give it to a friend and be be able to be telling them be like hey this is this is really cool you might want to check this out sometime and it talks to them about the pine cone and sacred geometry and themes about our multi-dimensional nature within this reality <laughs> dropping the techno there so um with that said guys let's get into the tarot reading and then we'll wrap up with a short meditation and then we'll uh, call it a break and again um I won't be doing the next live broadcast. I'll let you guys know, but just be sure to subscribe to my uh, Facebook. And next this time next week, I will be in California. And then I'll be up on the grounds in Lucidity. So, like, internet will be sort of here and there. But I'll probably, I think I'm, I'm going to do some live broadcasts, like, while I'm in the airport. That's my plan. So I got all Monday that I'll be in the airport. So, <laughs> um, cool. Again, guys, if you guys have any links that you guys want to share in the chat, please feel free to share. If you have your own YouTube links, if you have your own like websites, if you have your own projects that you're working on to help shift consciousness, this is a good place to be able to share it, so please feel free to share it. And again, I'll just post a link so to ParadigmShiftCentral.com. So ParadigmShiftCentral.com, for those of you who are new, definitely check that out you can create a profile on there as well and through there you can use the quest journals which are digital tools to be able to help document the shift in consciousness and you can write and create conscious articles and we'll help feature your content with a global audience so that's part of the design behind paradigm shift is that you know I, 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 I see my role as being the bridge between a lot of people who have a voice to share but don't have a platform for how to reach a global audience Paradigm Shift Central is a community platform for us to be able to use together and in the future we will be resuming our weekly team building hangouts, our interactive Paradigm Shift Destiny School classrooms, online classrooms, last classroom we had was about dreams and also like just regular ongoing interactive events including global meditations and really cool stuff that you guys can be a part of and help record team broadcasts together so awesome. Cool guys, let's um Let's do the tarot draw for this week. Okay. Just want to give a shout out to, uh, I think he's tuned in. I just want to give a shout out to Jeffrey Rogers, if he's tuned in right now. 
Yeah, I think he's tuned in because he like shared the most recent link. Jeffrey is like one of the guys who's actually in the movie. You actually saw him there in the tra in the trailer that I just in the sh in the clip that I just showed um, very briefly. Um, if you guys really want, let me know and, and and I can show you like a little bit more from the movie. Like I'll actually show you like the next like couple minutes in the movie if you guys really want to see that. So we'll do a tarot draw. But if you guys really want me to show you like a couple more minutes of Journey to Lucidity, then post another 9-6 in the chat, and I'd be happy to share it with you. Because, like, I am excited to be able to share it with you. So, okay, so for the tarot, tarot card, quick overview. Tarot card is an opportunity for the universe to communicate to us through the language of symbols. Within the quantified deck of the tarot card, every card is an infinite amount of potential possibilities, meaning that when we shuffle them and we don't look at them, the quantum field has yet to collapse, meaning that whatever card that we pick is the right card for us to be able to get a message from the universe, aka our higher selves. And so in doing this, we are going to keep it very simple, and the way how I do it, I just hold the deck like this, with the palm up, and then I sort of keep my fingers hovering, and then I move both up and down, and then I just kind of take a breath, and then I pinch, and then I lift, and then I just take a card out like that. Very simple way, and I recommend you guys do that too. So, cool. So I see uh, quite a few nine sixes. so um, I'll give you guys another preview after we do this tarot card. So for this tarot card draw, we're just going to keep it very simple. Just the idea of what do we need to see. You know, dear universe, show us what we need to see. That's a very simple thing that I recommend if you're going into tarot. Keep it very simple. I usually do tarot draws like very rarely for myself. You know, I, I feel like the rarer you do them, the more potent they become in, in some ways. So um, let's do that. So you can want, guys want to join me in taking a breath here, and we'll finish with a closing meditation a reminder. So, so dear universe, show us what we need to see. Okay, so card we have this week. Sphere 2. So this is again another one of the standard suit cards, but it uh, always matters. It doesn't matter whether or not it's like one of the fancy face cards. Trust me, you're still going to get whatever you need to hear in that moment. So here's what the card looks like, and I'm going to read it to you guys. Two of Spheres. The Image. The shadowy appearance of the faraway moon condenses into the concrete form of a crystal ball like a heavenly mirror in which the, in which the whole is reflected. Meaning. <clears throat> so listen closely to this and like take this in as a meditation. There could be something very important for you to hear right now. Meaning. The field of tension of polar opposites reveals itself in the purest form through the earth element in the two of spheres. The world of duality manifests itself in matter and, and demands constant attention from humans to maintain inner and outer balance, movement and flexibility, as well as the ability to differentiate and set boundaries are just some of the conditions for a harmonious life in a world of apparently endless contradictions. I'm going to read that again. Movement and flexibility, as well as the ability to differentiate and set boundaries, are just some of the conditions for a harmonious life in a world of apparently endless contradictions. The willingness to be open to constantly changing conditions and new experiences requires a certain uninhibited as well as inner stability and knowledge of the laws of nature. 
viewing existence as a game without losing respect and awe for life is an art in itself. Carefree living without being careless and differentiating without judgment, creating a challenge to accept life in a variety of possibilities as it is. So that's pretty cool. And um, the astrological significance, Venus, Jupiter, opposition aspects, key words, world of duality, oppositions, differenti differentiation, and setting boundaries, uninhibitedness, agility, mutual possibilities, ability to learn, traditional meaning, new beginnings, creating balance, lightheartedness, new order, getting by with little. So one of the things that kind of stood out there is the idea of like, um, it literally said, viewing existence as a game without losing respect and awe for life. So I think that's actually kind of reminiscent. Um, again, like the Paradigm Shift Central project I said is a real world game to help shift consciousness. And I think when we can gamify things, it helps us narrow our focus and intention. Uh, whereas before it's just like, oh, you know, like whatever, maybe we should shift consciousness, maybe we shouldn't. But what happens when there's like hundreds of us who are viewing it with uh, the lens of it being an objective and a, and a game and the way how you play the game is by planting seeds and by connecting with people and by building community and by like having conscious conversations, by knowing that every single single thing that we do within our personal transformation and our, collect, and our external transformation makes a difference. And like that's part of the game and that's like how you play. So... Um, yeah, and the idea of like setting boundaries, I think is really cool. A lot of people could take that into mind just with habits and lifestyle choices. Like sometimes we do need to set boundaries for ourselves in order for creation to occur. For me, for example, um, with my editing, with my movie editing, like I had to set a boundary where I had to like go outside of my house to a place where I, would, I wouldn't be tempted by using internet and I would turn off my internet. And then for me, that allowed creation to flow way more effectively simply by creating the boundaries and conditions. So instead of like, in endless, that's the thing, right? When there's endless possibilities, sometimes it can be hard to know what direction to go in. So when you start sort of creating boundaries for yourself, it can begin to allow your, your focus to narrow. So maybe that can be relative to a creative project that you have going on or some sort of lifestyle choice that you have going on. Try doing that. Try creating boundaries for your own choices. And that, of course, will involve like, refining your willpower and discipline and maybe that could even be related to diet or exercise any of it it's all it's all reflective so so yeah i hope you guys got a little bit out of that and this is the ananda tarot deck for anybody who is interested cool awesome thanks universe thanks universe cool guys okay guys so um i i'll show you another quick preview for Journey to Lucidity. Um, yeah. Yeah, again, so like boundaries can sometimes be thought of like the square lines within like the sacred geometry of things. Boundaries have their purpose as well. Sometimes you need to do that, you need to create like a canvas for you to draw within, build your sandbox. Cool. So I'm just reading. Yeah, it looks like some people got some resonance out of that. Okay. Alright, so I'm going to show you another preview of Journey to the City. I'm just going to continue um, with where we left off. And this is just kind of uh, the next couple minutes in, in a scene um, which features uh, a good couple buddies within the movie who are characters within the film. Characters within the dream, <laughs> I should say. 
And uh, yeah, I'm just going to sort of show it to you. And again, the um, Journey to Lucidity 3 is currently in production. I'll do my best to have like a draft ready before I go to California. But again, you can find the other ones through the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Brendan Colton. And I'll just post a link for that <clears throat> again. So go check those out afterwards. Awesome. Okay, guys, let me flip this over, and then after this, we'll go into our group meditation, and then we'll wrap it up. And we got about 80 viewers tuned in right now, so much, so much love. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in and being a part of this. Okay, so from where we left off, here is, I'll just sort of begin it from right here. Okay, so this is a continued part of the beginning of Journey to the City, and you should be able to hear it okay, and enjoy. Within this dream, time is an illusion, and there are many who I am already connected to, who I share this journey with. I walk this path alongside them, my family, my brothers, my sisters, my mother. I know that what it is I seek is already before me, and in every new breath, the journey unfolds. Hey, so uh, do you guys do you guys remember how we all met? Do you guys remember that? It was like a few eons ago, right? And then we were just like some nebulous forms. And then we decided like, yo, like let's like go hang out together. And then one of you was like, yo, there's this really cool place called like Planet Earth. Maybe we should go check it out sometime. I've heard in a couple thousand years there's gonna be some great festivals. Lots so of cool parties. We can go chill, get comfortable with our bodies, get comfortable with being indies. Sure. <laughs> hey, and then like once we're there, once we're there on the time's right, you know, when the, the moment's here and present, we can breathe. Yeah, man. Yeah. I think everybody should like practice sliding, like skateboarding, surfing, and snowboarding, rollerblading, whatever way you can slide in your foot. Whatever way, sliding your paintbrush across the canvas. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Slowly and just get your flow going. Yeah, well, man. I mean, I it's just fun. That's the reason why I do it, because it's just funny. It's funny. Like, you do what you think is funny. It's like, wherever you find your flow, it makes sense for you to flow. Cool. Alright, guys. So there you go, guys. There's another preview for uh, the behind-the-scenes work of Journey to the City 3 and uh, put a 9-6 in the comments just to show your appreciation for that as well and uh, yeah I'm really happy to be able to share that um, with you guys and yeah like there's a lot that goes into making a movie um, again but that, that's what I went to school for I went to school for media theory and production and I've intentionally been using it to help create conscious media since 2009 and uh, yeah, the journey has been ongoing, and Journey to Lucidity 3 is the fourth, or the fifth, con the f yeah, Journey to Lucidity 3 is the fifth consciousness shifting movie. If you want to find uh, the other movies, another place that you can find them is through the Paradigm Shift Central website. Um, you can go to live.paradigmshiftcentral.com forward slash movies. I'm just going to post a link there. And um, you can find the Shift movies as well. And that's where you'll find Three Days of Light, the Journey to the City movies, and Journey to the West, which is another movie 
um, that you guys can check out. That was the first one I did. It's a documentary about space light, natural health and al alkaline athletic formula. That's like some stealth biotechnology that you guys probably won't hear about anywhere else. And it's like really awesome. It helps balance out pH levels. And I'll tell you guys more about it some other time. But you can check it out there if you have some interest in it as well. Um, again, guys, just remember to follow my profile if you haven't yet. And please sync up with that. And um, we're going to move into concluding this broadcast with a simple meditation. We'll just sort of reflect our, our intentions out. Um, you know, again, like there's a lot that we're working up to right now. For me personally, like moving into filming Journey to the City 4 is always like a big thing. Uh, it's something where like I physically and mentally and spiritually prepare myself to go into it. Filming the movies at the festival is really like an endurance thing. It's like a, it's like running a marathon um, because there's like a lot to just make sure that I'm getting everything I need and everything. So it's very exciting and I appreciate all the support uh, just energetically that you guys are contributing to helping make this happen. And I look forward to being able to share it with you because this is really about our story. So. Much love, guys. Awesome. Cool, guys. Okay, so um, if there are any other questions about anything, just generic questions, please feel free to just leave those in the comments now. But we are going to segue into our closing meditation, and then we will wrap this broadcast up. And you can find previous Q&A broadcasts that we did, again, through ParadigmShiftCentral.com. So... Just be sure to explore that website afterwards, and you can always find me on the uh, live chat on there as well. And you can explore, you can check out the global team map, and you can check out the shift buttons. Yeah, it's a really awesome stuff. Thank you so much for following, guys. Thank you so much for connecting, especially those of you who are new. Again, like this is... You know, doing doing these broadcasts is really important because the synchronicity works through the internet and then people connect through the randomness of me posting this, but then it connects them through the bigger Paradigm Shift Central project, it connects them to the movies, it gives you guys all this content for free, and it, it's about building the team. So that's like really what this is like the next step for. And again, the Paradigm Shift Central project, by, by May, once I'm back from California, it's going to get very very interesting so definitely sync up with that if you guys are enjoying what this is this is just like a sneak preview there's plenty more to come okay guys let's get into our global meditation um, and again I'm just gonna keep this pretty simple so I would just ask you guys to get nice and comfortable now and I'm just going to change the music here. The music in the background, for those of you who are interested, is um, from a website called di.fm. So di.fm. And it's just a website for streaming digital music. And it's not di.fm.com. It's literally just di.fm. And I posted a link for that as well. Cool. Okay. So just invite everyone to prepare ourselves for our meditation and then we'll wrap up this broadcast and we'll go to sleep and we'll go party in the astral together. <laughs> so for this meditation, let's just bring ourselves into alignment for what it is that we have ahead of us, for the missions that we have ahead of us. This won't be too much about projecting our intentions, but rather you'll just be able to align and prepare for what it is that we are going through knowing that we already have everything that we need so <clears throat> I'm starting to lose my voice so 
broadcast is coming to an end right on time. Okay, guys. So thank you again so much for being here, all of you. Not just in this broadcast, but literally for being here, here, in this incarnation, in this physical existence. If there is... <clears throat> being here if you're if you're here if you listen to this broadcast then there's definitely more to this story and the fact is that each of us have a part to add to it if you're listening to this then then listen in your inside yourself as to whether or not you are intentionally here to help shift consciousness and you will be able to answer that question for yourself and if it comes through with like with like a booming yes then that's awesome because that means that like yeah you you are here as a guardian you're here as a pillar of light as well okay guys I'm just double checking a couple things um, okay energy is in the air let's move with it so let's connect with our breath just reminding you to sit up straight. Imagine someone pulling a string from the top of your head straight up the st spine. And again, reminding us that when we do this meditation, this is about practice. And the practice that we are practicing for is for what is outside of this meditation, our everyday life, to bring more mindfulness into our actions and words. <clears throat> so if you want to close your eyes now, go ahead. And together, let us connect with the breath. So gentle inhales through the nose. And gentle exhales through the nose or the mouth. Again, gentle inhales. And gentle exhales. Again, inhales, and exhales. Just continue to find the rhythm of your own breath. And for this meditation, I just invite you to take your hands and gently place them over your own heart, and connect with your heartbeat and your breath as you continue to breathe. Allowing yourself to feel the calmness of the present moment. And for this short meditation, which is what it will be, let's bring ourselves right into the heart, right back to home, right back to the origin of where we came from and establish that connection that is always there. And so, what I mean by this is simply begin by imagining a white point of light off in the distance in your mind's eye. So imagine that white point of light slowly coming closer to you. And as it slowly moves closer, continue to breathe. Gentle inhales, gentle exhales. 
and feel that white light also emanating from inside of you with a warmth and a calmness and with an encoded sense of divine remembrance. And slowly you'll begin to move into this white light, this white space, almost as if you're stepping into a pool of water, yet being surrounded all around by it. And you can feel it on you. <clears throat> and it feels very soft, very warm, like a hug from the universe. And eventually you're in a space where everything is white. And just allow yourself to relax in this space. And you can almost imagine yourself floating on this white light as if you're floating on a pool. And within this, allow yourself to go into the sensation of your own heart. Feeling what this moment is for you. And understanding that in all moments you are loved. In all moments you are divine. In all moments you are light and honoring your story from a higher dimensional perspective. Honoring everything that you have been through. Everything that has made you into who you are, and who you continue to be. So continue to breathe, gentle inhales, and gentle exhales. And let us just stay here in this space just for a few moments in silence. And I want you to just breathe and feel the love within your heart and simply be present with the breath. So forget about the past, forget about the future, simply be in the appreciation of this moment. For the choice that you made to be a part of this never-ending story. So continue to float on this white light. Continue to breathe. Keep your focus on this sense of calmness, yet also listen to any thoughts that may come in, acknowledging them as an opportunity for the universe to simply pass on to you soft and gentle messages. So continue to breathe, gentle inhales, gentle exhales, and just enjoy the space of calmness, of peace, and of silence within yourself. Continue to breathe. Continue to practice your meditation.
take a few more moments in this space and allow your imagination to evolve. Even allow yourself to imagine yourself dancing within this white light, feeling the movement and the breath carry you into new dimensions of creative expression. Allow yourself to dance in the celebration of this moment through your imagination within this white light. And just feel what that's like for the next few moments. You are divine consciousness experiencing itself through the uniqueness of this physical expression. Use it to dance. Use it to create. Use it to dream a bigger dream and to be the bridge between that which is and that which is unseen. Good. Gentle inhales, and gentle exhales, and beyond this meditation, let us continue this dance within our imagination. Let us turn this world, this everyday life into the festival earth, into the festival of the dream. Feel the heartbeat of your heartbeat, knowing that that is the heartbeat of the universe. Feel the heartbeat of the music, knowing that that too is the heartbeat of the universe. You are an extension of all that is, and all that is, is you. So as the dance continues, let us conclude this meditation with three group ohms together. And I invite you guys to join me in an ohm. And as we do, let us imagine the ripple of love being sent out from each one of us, a gold ripple. And together, those ripples creating a flower of life, a grid around the earth, encoding it with new intention and love of divine remembrance. Knowing that within the imagination is where reality manifests from. So as we imagine these grids, as we imagine this light, it actually does make a difference within ourselves and with the world. So take another couple breaths here and then we'll go into our first ohm. So gentle inhales, feel that calmness and also confidence and courage and exhales. You are here to change the world through the unique expression of your own dance. How you dance is up to you. Share your dance with others and join in the bigger dance. So another inhale and then we'll do our OM together. So gentle inhale and OM. Oh. 
take a couple breaths here, reminding ourselves that the OM is shared as a carrier wave for intention. So let us encode the OM with the intention of the dance that we each express. So take another deep inhale and we'll go into our next OM together, really rippling that out. Imagine that golden pulse of love being sent out from where you are, connecting with others and feeling their pulse in this moment as well. Building the flower life grid around the earth. So again, gentle inhale. And OM. Good. Continue to breathe, and this time really visualize it. Don't get caught up on your ego distracting itself with the fact that you're making a funny noise. Really visualize the love being sent out. Imagine the bubble of love that we are creating around the earth right now. And this love carries with it divine remembrance. Eventually everyone will remember. Remember what sacred geometry is. Remember what dimensions are. Remember what they are capable of. So one more. One more deep ohm and then we'll do a bonus one. A reverse ohm just for fun. So let this one carry far and wide. Let this one be heard by all the star nations, by all us shifters who are awakening within the dream. So gentle inhale and om. Take a couple breaths here. We'll finish with a reverse ohm, and this will kind of bring us out of the meditation. And a reverse ohm, for those of you who have no idea what the hell I'm talking about, basically it's the ohm in the reverse octave. So normally ohms go what we just did. They go ohm, and they kind of end softly. This one will end on a high note, and it basically sounds like, um, you guys have heard me talk about this before, those of you who tuned in, but it sounds kind of like, uh, Tim Taylor from Tool Time. So what I mean by this, <laughs> feel free to laugh at this already, is that the ohm will sound more like this. It will, instead of going ohm, it will go ohm. And then that's kind of like Tool Time, where he's like, Oop. I've made that noise before. <laughs> so. Okay, guys, so if you guys know what I'm talking about, we're just going to end this one, and then this is going to bring us back into our physical body and slowly continue your... Alright, so surprise, surprise, another crash there, right as we were about to get into our tool time ohm, but <laughs> a little bit frustrating, but hey, could have been worse, so... Um, I'm just going to give it a couple minutes for people to join, though this will be the... Uh, final chapter of this broadcast and then we're going to wrap it up and thank you everyone for tuning into this and those of you who are tuned in in the future as well okay <clears throat> so there's already like 20 people tuned in so I think you guys are probably 
ready to get into the final aspects of the meditation. And um, as we just give an extra minute for more people to join again, just thank you guys for tuning into this. Thank you guys for connecting with this. If this is your first time connecting, then I'm happy to be able to have found you. Synchronicity is a magical thing that works through the internet. And that's part of the reason why we do this. And of course, there's a lot more um, to come. Uh, yeah, Facebook just randomly crashes these every now and then, those of you who are entirely new. Uh, that's something that we just have to deal with. I think it's my iPad or something, but whatever. So, <laughs> Alright, so let's uh, finish with that final aspect of the meditation. So for those of you who are joining right now, we're just going to jump into that last tool time ohm. So let's see how quickly we can get right back into this meditation. So like that's kind of the interesting thing. I'll just say this. Um, as I give an extra minute for people to join. One of the interesting things that's really interesting, one of the interesting things that's really interesting, one of the things that I like about meditation is the concept of being able to accelerate the rate at which you can get into it. Some people talk about how, you know, they have trouble getting into meditation. Whereas with practice, you can actually develop a relationship to meditation where you can almost associate like a flavor to a deeper state of meditation that you get into and then you'll notice that you'll be able to tune into this quicker so whereas some people they might be meditating and it'll be 10 minutes into their meditation and then they'll be like like oh there it is there's that flavor and and then if you actually practice this you can actually get into that flavor that sensation that environment within yourself within like a minute and it can literally be like in a breath if you actually think about it that way um, if any of you have seen me do my meditation on my exercise ball where I'm like levitating on my exercise ball um, that's a way how I've sort of trained my meditation so by learning how to meditate on that by meditating not on an exercise ball it allows me to get into a space really in an interesting way not that I'm trying to get into it fast but I can like if I just do open-eyed gazing on things like that my vision can can shift into psychedelic perception very fast like if I want to do eye gazing with someone or not even just eye gazing but just like looking at them and I'm just like not moving my vision and doing open eye gazing and kind of relaxing my breathing my reality goes very much psychedelic um, very much kind of similar to DMT in a way which relates to my hypothesis that DMT can actually be excreted naturally within the brain and part of the way how it can be done is through open-eyed visualization and meditation practice um, which is something we'll have to talk about a little bit more on a future broadcast but I know a lot of you are interested and I actually made a video about that um, you can find it through my YouTube so if you guys aren't subscribed to my YouTube I'll just post that again youtube.com forward slash skull Babylon and you can find a video there where I posted called um, did I just experience DMT naturally and you guys can check it out there and has like some stuff that I talk about with um, meditation so with that said thank you so much guys and let's get into that final meditation before we wrap up this broadcast so just join you guys to relax straighten up your shoulders this is like a speed run this is practice really you know this is running drills so in the same way this is like you know it's like a hockey team so we gotta practice our drills right so alright so straighten up the spine, imagine someone pulling a string from the top of your head. And let's take just literally like two simple breaths. So begin. So deep inhale. Exhales. Again, inhale. 
exhale. We'll do one ohm, regular ohm, and then we'll do our tool time ohm, and then we'll finish it off. So let's take another inhale, and again, going right back into this. This is carrying the wave of love and deep remembrance. So, inhale. And ohm. Take another deep inhale here. Gentle exhale. And then we'll do our reverse tool time ohm. So play along. Inhale. And exhale, follow my lead. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> monks actually have ever done that it's just kind of a thing but hey at least it's fun so then you can bring yourself out of this still keep yourself relaxed keep yourself fluid roll those shoulders get up dance around a little bit more practice meditation on your own thank you so much guys for tuning into this again my name is brendan and of course you can connect with me through my facebook profile facebook.com forward slash skull babylon follow it if you haven't yet Again, the Open Your Heart shirts are still available. The next campaign is already up and online. You can find those at openyourheart.com forward slash openyourheart. And then again, you can find my YouTube, youtube.com slash skullbabylon as I type these into the chat. Make sure everyone subscribes and is linked up. And paradigmshiftcentral.com is the main website that you guys can go explore right now. There's actually a secret hidden archive in there. There's like a button that's hidden in the website. If you find it, it takes you to like a secret archive of like a library that we have that's like hidden, that has like a lot of PDFs in it, but it's like has to be hidden for a reason. So if you want to find the secret library with like tons of PDFs of like secret esoteric books, um, you can look for it on the website. I'm not going to tell you where it is unless you like send me a message and are really curious as to where it is, um, but it is there. It is there. And then again, you can find the uh, Journey to the City movies and other things directly through my Patreon. And that's where you can support the team crowdfunding for the Paradigm Shift Central project. And you can also sign up for the monthly support squad, which gets you the shift button booster kit, the shifter booster kit, which comes with as many of the shift buttons as you ask for, plus lots of other stuff to be able to help accelerate, accelerate your active participation, being able to shift consciousness where you are. So... I just want to take a moment here to read some of the comments. Um, yeah, no, thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. You know, like, even just being able to being able to smile in, in a space like this is important. And, of course, just reminding, thanking everyone in the, in the chat for being respectful of the space and just being able to practice using this space as a, as a, as a solid community space for us to be able to develop new ideas and, 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 come, and come together <clears throat> as consciousness. Um, Christian is just asking him what the button means. <clears throat> this button is in a sequence of other buttons that, um, let me just show you. Do I have, I don't have many on me right now. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> 
I don't have too many of the buttons made right now, but there's lots of different button designs. This one's only the Triforce, but it's three in a geometric sequence that continues. So it goes three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, and it eventually turns into a pine cone, which would look similar to this. So basically all of the buttons, you can find the links through the Patreon with more pictures. All the buttons have specific imagery on them that relate to conscious topics and esoteric themes. So when you have a button, you wear them to share them. So you wear them and then people see them. And then if you want, you can give them to them as a gift. They're badges. They're ways for shifters to recognize you within the matrix, same way as how the shirts work, the open your heart shirts. And so like simply by wearing these on your bag or on your arm, people will see them and be like, hey, like you're interested in, uh, you know, like self-knowledge and and uh, <laughs> Danny's asking, is that the Illuminati? <laughs> and you're interested in just like esoteric topics and conscious themes and you'd be like, yeah, totally, man. Like, let's, you know, go hang out and we'll connect. And then it can be a tool to be able to help you build the Paradigm Shift community where you are. So again, the shift buttons are, are exclusively available right now through the Patreon and I'll post a link through there. So shift buttons at www.patreon.com forward slash Brendan Culleton. And the way how you get them is by signing up as a monthly supporter for the team crowdfunding and that gets you as many shift buttons as you want <clears throat> and gets you interest and gets you in, involved with the ongoing evolution of the community project. So so basically you can find out more on there, but if you have any questions, just feel free to ask. And uh, again, you know, like, are they Illuminati? Like I said this, I literally said this at the end of the last broadcast, but the whole like Illuminati thing, don't fall into the trick of like the story that the Illuminati are like this separate entity in this group that's kind of them versus us. Understand that rather the term Illuminati has kind of been intentionally misrepresented so that it distracts us from understanding that the Illuminati are actually us and the Illuminati is relation to the illumination of the self and the self-realization that the light is actually within all of us and that is essentially what this is about is waking up to our own illumination so um, I, I like to term the, the using the term Illuminati when kind of referring to like the mainstream approach to the Illuminati so if you're like joking be like oh no the Illuminati so yeah, but like, whereas we are like the Illuminati and that's why you'll see me wearing like the Eye of Ra and stuff like that, um, which people s sometimes associate with uh, Illuminati type things. So, um, Dan's ask, Dana, 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 you're asking for links. Uh, which links are you uh, looking for exactly? Um, we'll just answer that before we wrap up this broadcast of explain the matrix the matrix is the illusion that has been pulled over your eyes to prevent you from seeing the real world in front of you um, but the matrix is also the system that is essential for us to be able to experience things in the way that we are and the matrix is also something that is an organic system that can be communicated and uh, communicate with and also hacked so we can find each other within the matrix which is what synchronicity and the buttons are for so yeah okay Oh, I'm yawning. Excuse me, guys. Okay, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Much love. Much love. This means love. That's like the universal hand sign for love. And, um... Yeah. So just making sure that there's no other questions in the chat. Cool, guys. Alright, thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. I really appreciate you guys being a part of this. Stay tuned. Uh, again, you know, just check out the movies if you haven't watched them yet. And uh, this time next week, I will be in California and I will be doing a live broadcast uh, when I get the chance. At the very least, I'll do it in the airport once I'm across the border. So looking forward to being able to share that with you guys. Thank you so much for the support. And 
make sure that there's nothing else. Yeah, and again, sign up for the main website, paradigmshiftcentral.com. Create your profile on there if you're interested in using the team, um, the quest journals, and also want to be able to help get your stuff featured to a global audience. And that is part of the ongoing project that we are doing and lots of cool stuff. So, cool. Much hugs to everyone. Um, what the hell? My, my cousin's been in here, apparently. Cool. Hey, John. How's it going? I didn't know you were in here. So <laughs> Maybe he was tuned in the entire time. I don't know. <laughs> Shout out, John. Good to see some family in here. We're all family. So thank you guys again for tuning in. Um, this broadcast I will re-upload as an MP3 to the podcast, and you'll find that through the main website in the future. And uh, you're going to, again, find the previous broadcast through there and listen to the global meditations as we did. And, yeah, with that said, I appreciate everyone tuning in. Thank you so much. Your shift mission is to go start conscious conversations with people where you are, be they strangers or friends. Plant those seeds and eventually work your way up to doing free hugs and then eventually work your way up to creating and organizing physical paradigm shift community meetings where you are. And again, if you go to the main website, you can find tutorials on how to build a paradigm shift community where you are so that you can have regular paradigm shift community meetups. And we have ours here in London, Ontario, Canada, Paradigm Shift London. Facebook.com slash Paradigm Shift London, Ontario, Canada, every Friday, 6.45 p.m. at the Downtown Yoga Studio, 236 Dundas Street. And again, if you guys have watched this and you're tuned in, please just feel free to send me a message and we can connect further uh, through personal messaging. I'd love to be able to get to meet you guys one-on-one -on -one a little bit more. So, cool. And we will be doing more of these and we'll be doing more of these as group team hangouts in the future. And yeah, very, very a lot more to come. So, all right, guys, I'm going to turn this off and wrap this up so again thank you so much guys please feel free to stay in touch enjoy the journey to lucidity movies when you go watch them enjoy exploring the website good luck trying to find the hidden easter egg to the secret archive and i'll see you guys in the live chat in there 24 7 until next time keep it shifty and i'll see you guys in the future peace one love <laughs>